Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 19th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to break down some news this morning, some returns, big, big returns today, and a little bit of Thursday stuff that happened. Kind of boring night, but we'll break it down, some things to talk about with another big return with James Harden. With me to do so is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Huge news this morning, huh? Yeah, we got... Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj Bomb, uh, saying that Kemba Walker is on the trade block. Uh, he says that they're looking to kind of package these, what he called, far less desirable contracts. Uh, to be and, honest, they're awful contracts. Yeah, I, we like that Howard thing was like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, Batum also, Marvin Williams also, and Kid Gilchrist. All those contracts have not panned out whatsoever, and Kemba's is good. So let's talk just reality really quick. We know this is a fantasy podcast, so we don't want to spend too much time. But how do you feel about the strategy behind this? And we'll talk about fantasy a little bit. But just as a pure like basketball operations standpoint, how do you feel about Kemba being traded here with another? He has a great contract. What is he? I think his next he's he, on for he's one owed, more year. He's on twelve million next year. Yeah, that's a bargain. Yeah, so what, what absolutely. Are you at? How do you feel about the plan on this one? Hornets are 18 and 25. I mean, they've been stuck in mediocrity for what the last <laughs> forever, I guess you could say. So it's it's time for them to do something. Do something. The last time they tried to do a rebuild, they blew it by signing Al Jefferson to pair with Kim Walker instead of tanking the right way. And now it's time for them to actually do it. This tra- this draft class is loaded one through eight. So if they can, and, and honestly, their only asset to get a top a first round pick would be Kimba. Monk's not getting you a first-round pick at this point. Batum's definitely not getting you a first-round pick. Howard, no. MKG, no. Marvin Williams maybe get you a second-rounder, but that's their only chance to get another first-round pick. Yeah, um, I'm okay with the Kemba thing based on one one condition. They have to get a fantastic pick. If they're making this move to clear cap space or doing whatever else, then I'm not with it. Like This team is not anywhere close to where it needs to be. So if they're going to make this move, like they, if I'm them and I get and I I really really want to trade Kemba. And by the way, Kemba doesn't want to get traded from what he says. That's yeah. huge. I mean, so many guys. We go every year. We see guys jump and ship. Hey, LeBron right now. Durant obviously. Every year we're gonna see this. Giannis even talked about winning championships the other day. And like that's gonna mm-hmm. be a big thing. If he wants to stay there and he's a legit max player, I think or very very close to it. That's super valuable. So, I mean, you really, really, really got to hit a home run draft pick-wise. We're talking unprotected top 10 pick for that one. Um, or something on the Hornets, I'm calling the Suns. Yeah, right. The Suns The Suns make sense. That would really be the only good trade partner I'd look to. Yeah. Like, you, these contracts are so bad, you have to pretty much just eat them, wait for them to come off the books. You can't do a salary dump. Like, they're not, they're not in that position. Just eat it. And start over in two, three years when they get to expirings, then start building your draft picks. Or if you can get other draft picks down the line, I'm good with that. But just to trade Kemba to get rid of bad money is, I, I just, I would not do that. I completely agree. Yeah, you have to get either a top 10 pick, I'd say at least, and another young prospect in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So fantasy side, Kemba would Kemba's trade value, uh, excuse me, fantasy value went down today. Um, mm-hmm. He yep. is very very valuable in the Hornets. Uh, Steve Clifford knows another thing too. Um, Clifford was off off the sidelines, comes back and they killed the Wizards the other night. Yeah, um, Clifford's very underrated as a coach. That's another story for another day. So yep. Kemba, who was pretty much he he's always been for through a whole season, a year and a half almost. He's basically I always put him right next to CJ Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry. And like he's right there, and mm-hmm. now he's he's been there again. Now he's kind of not. Now he's kind of moving towards the I think the Drogiches, um, maybe even D'Angelo Russell, who we'll talk about a little bit. So mm-hmm. if you have Kemba, what are you kind of doing here? I mean, he was what a top twenty-four player for a little while in Charlotte. What's he going to be in a different city? Maybe top forty, top fifty. Like yeah. you said, it's that's going to be a, a downgrade for sure. And another thing too is the Charlotte Hornets had a really good fantasy playoff schedule with two four-game weeks in twenty-three and twenty-four during the fantasy playoffs. So where does he go now? That's going to uh, one less game of Kemba, maybe two less games of Kemba too. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So do you try to ship him or what? I don't. I would try and trade him. Yeah. Honestly. What are you gonna like? The, pro- the problem is you can't trade him now. Yeah, that's true. Like, but there, there is one good thing I will say. Like, if the Hornets did tank and Kimbo was still on the team, like the shutdown risk would be huge. He's had three knee surgeries in three years. The only good news about this is that the shutdown risk is gone if he's on a playoff bound team. Yeah, that's a, so it kind of raises his floor, but severely right. lowers his ceiling. Yes. So, yeah, like I said, I I don't know if we could play the. Maybe we'll kind of tie it to some other point guards. Who may be... Okay, so what about Dragic? I mentioned him. Would you rather have Kemba or Dragic? Um, Dragic, actually. Dragic has been phenomenal since yeah. Dion Waiters is gone. He's got a huge bump in value since then, so I'd yeah. go Dragic. Um, yeah, I think I would It's too. close, it's close, but... Yeah, Dragic, he's been... Now that he's over this elbow thing, he's been pretty safe. Um, yeah. Lou Williams, you would take Lou, I guess? No, I'd take Kemba over Lou. Okay. I still think I, th- I still think Lou's dealt. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still kind of believe in them, but it's they're basically the same player. Right. Uh, Lou's been just rolling. Let's see. Yeah. Who else can we throw in there? Um, My boy Murray? Did you take Jamal Murray or Kemba? Oh, I would take Kemba hands down. Okay, yeah, I would. Murray's too. been kind of bad for a couple weeks. Yeah, that concussion thing kind of derailed him. Let's see yeah. Who else can we throw out there? Uh, one more. Let's see. In fact, Jamal Murray's got upgraded to the questionable as we're speaking. Nice. Cool. Beautiful. Yep. I would like. I'm playing uh, Jared in the league we always talk about, and I want to oh, I nice. talk about Gobert. I'm going to put a hurting on him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So let's, that's good. Okay. So let's talk about our. I guess Devin Booker. You would take Booker easily. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Tyreek Evans easily. Kemba. It, easily Kemba. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I'll take Drew Holiday. Yeah, I would take Drew Holiday too. He's been awesome, man. He's been really good. Okay, so let's talk about the other Hornets and this, like. This is a bad. Like we would love to see. They have no young budding superstars. I know. Malik, Bung is, Malik Monk has been a bum. Yeah, uh, he just can't make shots. He's not doing defensive stats. Not assisting. The point guard transition thing is not working. Michael Kidd Gokris, we don't need to even talk about. Monk's defense but, has also been borderline laughable. Steve yeah. Clifford's talked about it as being really bad. So yeah. that's why they're playing and Michael Carter Williams over him. Yeah, like Julian Stone may be a better stash. At this I point. know. Um, now, so, there's one player I'm really interested in. It's Jeremy Lamb. Yeah. He's going to be a beast down the stretch, I think. He's got to stay healthy, though. Yeah, so other players, um, I mean, there's really nothing too attractive. No. <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I, I'm trying to think of guys. I'd love to stash guys, but there really isn't. It's just lamb and maybe bacon later on. Yeah, 
I don't think they would really run no point guard. They're going to play MK, MK, yeah, MCW. They got MKG, MK, MCW, too many initial names. Hey, uh, I could see Lamb MK, playing some point. Yeah, MK, uh, MKG's played a little bit better lately. Yeah. Um, so I think They used MKG as a point forward back in Summer League three yeah. or four years ago, whatever, so maybe. Uh, anything? Um, so I, I'm... Would you say this helps Batum? I think it kind of hurts them. Like it raises. No, the I think I think Batum. I think they're gonna try and dump Batum somewhere too. Yeah, but who's gonna take that thing on though? I know, so bad. Like pretty much, like you said, I think the best trade partners would be someone like Phoenix or somebody like that. Right. Like, they really would like a point guard. Yeah. Uh, but they have a fantastic. They would. Not, I don't think Phoenix is going anywhere with their draft pick though. Like they, I don't think. I don't even think Phoenix would do that draft pick for Kemba. I don't even think they should. With the way I don't know. Together. We'll see. Apparently, Devin Booker's making their decisions for him now. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that story, so we'll see. All right, so let's talk about the two big returns. Man, if you've been waiting for... Rudy Gobert has been such a headache all season. Two big knee injuries. So we'll talk about him first. The He's been kind of down. Like Overall, even when he played, his numbers weren't that great, just to go over his season averages. They are 12 points, 10 boards, 2.3 blocks, 60% from the field, and 68% from the line, which is a career high. Um, so, yeah, scoring, we wanted to see it come close to the 14 was last year. We were kind of hoping for, like, 16 and 13 with close to three blocks, and he hasn't really been that player yet. We were Ken- hoping for the Rubio bump, and it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. We were hoping for the Rubio pick and rolls and all that stuff, and... Uh, especially with George Hill, was kind of a scorer. So, yeah, what could he be that player still, or were your expectations stat wise, fantasy value wise? I'm really curious to see if the Jazz like make a play for like Morotic. I think that would really open things up for Gobert as well. He's just not a good fit next to Favors. Um, Jazz are five games behind the Clippers. They're not out of it by any means. If they do make a big push for the playoffs, I think that really really helps Gobert. Yeah, they just gotta stay competitive. Yeah, I mean they're kind of the West. The chase for the eight seeds kind of open. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that I think they're gonna push it. You know, and this team could definitely get hot. We've seen them really make up right. points and nice runs. But I mean, they, before that that game against the Kings, they were not playing well at all. What they won, lost five of their last six. A uh, couple bad drops. Uh, although it was on the road, but yeah, they, they're not looking very good. They did beat Cleveland too. So, yeah, I think stats-wise, I'm probably expecting like pretty close to last year. Maybe like 13 points, 2.3-ish blocks like he already has, 10 boards. Um, I like that he's shooting his free throws as well. So I still think he has top 25 potential. But, That's what I'm expecting, yeah. Yeah, he's been, he's been down. And like if you have him, you're not going to get fair value for him. Right. So if you like if, if like one of like the team I talked about, I have so many guards, it's ridiculous. So I, it makes a lot of sense for me to trade Gobert and just stack up all the guard categories, and we do assist to turnover ratio instead of turnovers. So Get I'm big think- hits threes, etc. Yeah, exactly. Because I have I have Horford as well. So like my bigs are pretty much non-biggie. Like I usually mm-hmm. I usually lose rebounds and field goal percentage like every week. So yeah. it, and like with having because I miss Gobert and now that I have Gobert back and I have Biombo like I'm trying to figure out what I can do to to make it work but I'm obviously mm-hmm. not going to sell sell him for anything less than twenty top twenty five so yeah pretty much stamp pat let, let him let him build some value up and then go from there is kind of what I'm thinking Absolutely. so obviously anything you want to add Gobert wise before we talk other jazz uh, players not on Gobert let's move on to favors for sure so Derek favors his on off splits are quite stark um yeah. so with gobert on the floor we're going per 36 on this one 
12.6 points. And this is, again, with Gobert. Actually, we do a category, category. So, Gobert on, 12.6 points. Gobert off, 17 points. <laughs> Gobert off, 9.7 boards. Gobert on, 6 points. I'm sorry, boards. So, 9.7 boards, 6.3 boards. <laughs> 10% worse on field goal percentage with Gobert. Uh, his, uh, his blocks are also down. Uh, and his steals are up, which is kind of irrelevant. But yeah, yeah, this is bad news for Favors. I still think we got to hold him because oh, part of the reason why he was missing a lot of free throws too when Gobert is on, so that's also skewed the fantasy value, which obviously is independent of how Gobert plays. Yeah, but still, I would still own Favors. I still think he can be okay. Uh, I see that. So again, with Gobert, you're looking at twelve six. Uh, 0.7 blocks, 1.3 steals. So I still think he could be a 13, 8, and 1 and 1 kind of a guy, um, mm-hmm. which is fine, and that's worth owning. So I think he still can be top 75, top 100. If you watched ESPN's The Jump, uh, I think it was two days ago, um, Woj talked about favors being, quote, available to other teams too. So definitely a trade candidate. He's on an expiring deal, by the way, 12 million owed this year, and then he walks. So. Um, a new city would definitely help favors. I mean, imagine if he goes to like a Cleveland too. Like he'd be locked in value there, especially if they move Tristan Thompson the other way. Yeah. Uh, do you, you think he's gone for sure? You think he's gonna get traded or? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I still yeah. think he's, I still think he hangs around. I mean, Utah. They, when Utah plays well, they go on these little streaks. So I, I still think it's like fifty-fifty. And if they get Mirtich, there's no point keeping favors around. And plus, Eke Udo has been pretty good too. So yeah. they got a good backup. He's been solid. Um, they, Jarebko's been. I think Jarebko's gone. Obviously, you weren't really using him. They lost Thabo, yeah. so um, that's yeah. kind of nice to get him back. They really needed Gobert to come back in there. So, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, it gets rolling. Anything else that gets affected here besides? I mean, Udo obvious is obvious. Um, that's kind of it. We know Gobert isn't much of a usage rate guy. That's really it for me. Yeah. Okay. So the other big return. This one is a little more complex with D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell returning. And let's let's start with Russell. We thought he was going to be awesome. He was really getting hot um, in that game against Utah. Uh, he was he had a couple big shots, all that. And now, like so, before I'd I before we, the day before he got hurt, I would say, oh, I think Russell has a good chance to be top twenty-five. Now, mm-hmm. considering how the Nets are very cautious, arguably the most cautious team in the NBA, coming off knee surgery, even though it was a minor knee surgery in the grand scheme of things, like my expectations are kind of like top fifty. Yeah, I'd say top fifty. I say ceiling still. I'd still say ceiling still top thirty if Nets make a push. I mean, you look at that roster, man. Right now, they could be a playoff team if they make a little run. I mean, Dinwiddie's been a borderline All Star, if you believe that or not. But yeah, um, yeah, this team could get back into the playoff home with D'Angelo Russell. I mean, it's going to take some time to get them back up to what thirty minutes. That'll probably be like a month from now <laughs> the yeah, way the Nets man. operate. But we'll see. But I mean, he like if he exclude his free throw woes, he was. Rolling man, twenty one yeah. points, six boards, four point seven rebounds, one steal, one point five threes, and he wasn't even making threes that well at thirty percent. Yeah. So like, had he been shooting the ball well, he'd be like a twenty three point per game guy. He'd basically be mm-hmm. like Devin Booker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he'll be up to two point five threes again. Oh, for sure, that. exactly. Yeah. Like his his line would be like Spider Man meme style with Booker. Like yeah. <laughs> twenty five, five and five, a little bit of steals, plenty of threes, and good field goal percentage, and he's a better free throw shooter than that. Yeah. So yeah, again, there's gonna be. I, wish, I didn't look up the back-to-back schedule. That's that's a factor. Let me see here. So anything you want to add while I do that? 
Yeah, while you're doing that, I looked up an article. Brian Lewis of the New York Post wrote up a really good article about Atkinson's comments. He was saying it's a really good problem to have three ball handles in Levert, uh, Dinwiddie, Russell, and he said he's going to try and stagger them all three as much as possible. So that's a good sign. So I think we'll see at least one of them on the floor every 48 minutes. So I'm still holding Levert. We'll go talk about him real quick. For I'm sure. still holding Levert. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Um, so they have three back-to-back sets before the All-Star break. So that's three games probably lost for sure. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they got 26th and 27th. I'm scanning 16th and 17th of March. And then... Well, I wow, think they're that's the it. Break, though. That's it. Yeah. So post-break, they have like no... They only have two back-to-back sets. That's huge. Wow. And I think they'll play in those if, they're, if the Nets are somewhat competitive. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's actually really good news. So actually, I may, I may up my top 50 to top 40. There you go. That's big. And keep, mind, and keep in mind, Brooklyn has no incentive to tank this year. No mm. pick. So yeah. Okay. Helps. So you mentioned the other guys. The big big news here. The difference is they've only played forty six minutes together with Dinwiddie and Russell. And actually, Dinwiddie's numbers are pretty good in the small yeah. sample. Obviously, twenty points. This is per thirty six. Twenty points, th- four boards, two point three assists. So that's obviously way down. Two point three steals. Don't really count on that too much. Three point nine threes. Uh, on 50% there. So he was really good there. And again, he was not, he broke out since that happened. So yeah. basically, uh, the way I look at it is he's Jeremy Lin now. Yeah. Like he, he, we yeah. drafted Jeremy Lin. We were shooting for him around. We, besides the injury concern, had I known Jeremy Lin was going to play 80 games, I probably would have taken him like sixth round, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about Dinwiddie now. Um, and, and one more thing to, before I toss yeah. it to you. Like you mentioned, they needed another a point guard. So before, they were like, oh, yo, we need Isaiah Whitehead to ball out so we could have a point guard back up. That didn't happen. But another play that broke out, you mentioned, Karis LeVert. He is a legit backup point guard now. So they are fully comfortable going one, two, three. They can run those guys. One, two, three. They can run those. I, LeVert definitely hurts. We'll talk about him in a second. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think Twitty's basically been early round if you um, – Go more on counting stats, and you're not too big. And yeah, don't worry about the the free throw percentage, etc. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm still fully sold. He's going to be a top top seventy five kind of guy. I agree with you. And, and looking back to Russell's launch agent days, he was so much better off the ball, and he's going to do that now in Brooklyn with Dinwiddie running the point. So I think that helps him as well. Yep, yep. So he, he's just going to be he's just going to be launching threes with Dinwiddie uh, tossing it to him. So it's going to be lights out for both players, yeah. I think. And one thing too, I noticed the Nets' pace is way down. They're I think twelfth or something in their last fifteen games. So we'd like to see that come up as well. Yeah, thanks Tyler Zeller. Thanks Okafor. <laughs> yeah, right. Okafor. It's got to be a little tied to Okafor. I'm going to see. Oh, no, for he, sure. Yeah. So let's see. Actually, their starting unit's still pretty slow too. In that span, they're still like. 96 possessions per game which is like almost 10 off what they mm. were doing when they're really humming so it's pretty much although some of that's based on playing some slower teams in that right cycle, so but still they, they should pick up um okay so moving to lavert he was kind of like t- I, i'm a little worried like he's definitely on red alert because the chances of him closing now in certain matchups have gone down a lot um mm-hmm. once russell really gets humming so He's gonna. He's his consistency is gonna drop. We know that, but he could still. Yeah. He needs to really clean up in the 10, 15 minutes 
without those two guys on the floor if that happens. We'll see if they stagger him or whatever. But Yeah, that's where a staggering comment comes in handy. They'll see if, yeah. he, if Atkinson sticks to it. Yeah, so he's on alert to be a drop in a shower league. Like if And say, for instance, somebody gets hurt tonight and you're sitting there like, oh, I need to make a cut and LaVert's your worst player, I'm okay. Because yeah. like his upside's just so capped, and plus we know that Russell may be, you know, they may be really careful with him. So if it's mm-hmm. only twenty twenty five minutes, then he's still fine. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you want to add there? Nope. Um, right. A small small dip in value for RHJ as well because he yep. actually runs some offense at, at the top of the perimeter too. Yep. So keep that in mind. Very very minor. I, I would yeah. say Alan Crabb I think is a big loser. Joe Harris is a big loser. Yeah. Um, Joe Har- Joe Harris is really the guy that you talk about Dinwiddie stepping up and those other guys. Joe Harris was huge. Joe Harris, mm-hmm. Joe Harris was basically almost out of the rotation. He basically took most of Russell's minutes. So, yeah, if you've been riding him in a 16-team or so, pre-prepared for a hit there. There's um, going to be a lot of contenders calling the nets for Joe Harris. Yeah, he's been Guaranteed. great, man. Um, yeah, minimum contract, too. Yeah, so cra- crabs on, I think Crab's on alert, too. Um, yeah, he's definitely. He's been a little underwhelming, so I expect him to take a hit, especially with Harris playing well. Again, yep. there's just so many options that could close for this team. And I mean, it feels out to me. I think Harris would be above Crab the rotation. He's just I, been better this year. He has been substantially yeah. better. Um, big, mm-hmm. He hits a lot of big shots. Actually, Crab's hit a few big shots. I feel like Crab has taken or made probably like five or six threes to take the lead, I feel like. I get to bust out my fancy Alan Crab, Killer Crab gift that I, that I love to <laughs> use. Um, okay, so I think that does it for that side. Good there. Yep, we're good. All right, so let's talk a little Thursday. I want to talk about Isaiah Thomas really fast. You stashed him, and I'll let, I'll let you go first. How are you feeling about stashing him right now? Who'd you say you stashing? Sorry. Isaiah Thomas? Oh, dude, it's been, it was a rough first few days, I'll, I'll tell you that. But he looked a lot better last night. I'll t- hit the game-winning free throws, 21 points. And, dude, I was surprised how quickly he got up to 30 minutes. He yeah. played 32 Monday and now 30, so it's – that's a really good sign. And the Cavaliers only have one more back-to-back set in January it's in, at the end of the month, too. So I'm surprised how quickly he's ramping up his workload, man. Yeah, I was going to say, if you stashed granted he hasn't made shots. Right. But besides the missed shots, everything else is super-duper encouraging. Minutes are way up. Usage is higher than I thought it was going to be. He's doing other Except stuff. Except his defense. He was well, exposed again. He's been exposed yeah. every game on defense so far. Yeah, so. They, they're losing games right now. Uh, Le- yeah. Oh, they, oh, my God. I can't believe they almost blew that game last night. I know they were up like a twenty-five, weren't they? Yeah, it was garbage time, man. I was getting ready yeah. to start. I was blurbing last night. I was like, "Oh, nice! I get to prep this game up, and I can watch the other games uh, that, that were kind of close." And uh, yeah, oh, they blew that one so bad. They don't, they, if not for the uh, Isaiah Thomas, got that rebound too. It was a uh, tip out and uh, dribbled up, scored on Shelvin Mack, or got the free throw attempts on Shelvin Mack. Yeah, um, I love the bronze Strugglesville comment. That was great. <laughs> I love Wade's reaction when he got that behind the back pass from LeBron. Oh, that, that was, was so awesome. good. <laughs> behind the back, no look, nutmeg, man. Yeah, <laughs> check all the. Bu- Those are three things that are exciting in passes. He As if Aaron Gordon's muck couldn't get any worse. Right. <laughs> he's his. I think he's only shooting twenty nine percent on jumpers. Quick tangent. I'm not worried about Gordon. Are you? No, he'll, yeah. he'll bounce back. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to tie into Kevin Love. His he has a usage rate that's dropped six percent. With Isaiah Thomas on the floor, uh, kind of down. Are you worried about Love at all? Um, there's actually a big article right up today that's saying that when the Cavs are going cold on offense, that Luce is just going to start drawing up plays for Love. So that's a really good sign. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he said. I mean, how many times has he said that though? Right, He's always said. Yeah. yeah, he says that a lot too. So it's like, take oh, it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I I want to say, oh yeah, when we close games, we're just going to keep the ball away from Kevin Love. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty much. No, we need some more honesty out there. Like we need more gundies and stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm good there. Let's same uh, magic. Uh, I wasn't. I I thought Jonathan Simmons again. I missed a couple games, but um, he looked great. He looked a lot better than I remember from that back injury. Right. So I think if he was dropping, he was. I saw him dropped in a couple. So I would probably give him a look. See, we should have a couple. Good more, maybe two, three, four weeks without Vooch in there. Alfred mm-hmm. Payton, he is just cleaning up without Vooch. So yeah, um, if you could sell, I, this is ha- it has. It's not a coincidence that he's going off with Vooch out. So right, uh, clearly, uh, sell. Maybe get if you if you need him now, then you know yeah. ride him out for a week or two more. But um, ultimately, he's not going to be this good. I will say this too. Elf Payton's been he's been really good, but he's been pulled in two games in the past two weeks for the high hand approach with DJ, DJ Augustine too. So keep and that in mind. Deep league special Kem Birch. Yes, he's yeah. been per minute stud. Um, Vucevic on the trade block. Yeah, Bo can only handle thirty minutes at the most. So where where are we at here? He's kind of been uh, Boban esque, man. Like he's just filling yeah. it up hard. Yeah. Are, are you in on 20- a twenty team stasher kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah. In the points league especially, you get the blocks, rebounds. He's at he's had really good percentages too in the D in the G League too. Yeah. Shooting yeah. percentages. He looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, also uh speaking of trade rumors, Evan Fournier said he has not asked for a trade, but we all know the Magic are sliding hard. I think they're are oh, they tied sure. with they're they the worst tied? record in the in the yeah. East, I think. Did they pass the Hawks? I know they were like really close. I think yep. they were tied with them yesterday they, for the yep, game. Yeah, they, they passed them that loss nice. passed them. So they're sitting there, number one. Let's let's run a quick lottery sim on Tankathon. Let's see who who gets it. Memphis. Why you do that? Memphis. Why you do that? Oh, Memphis! Wow. <laughs> yeah, they moved up five spots. So. <laughs> but yeah, Hazonia's an interesting stash now, I think, because Fournier's probably gone. He's fine. Um, yeah, he. I wrote about him yesterday. He's been. He's found his role now. Com- yeah, I wrote, I wrote about him. Guy. I said he shed his draft bus label. <laughs> yeah, he was in the doghouse. I, I kept calling Vogel Bowser. We hated Mario so much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he looks pretty good. Uh, again, yeah. he has. And we think I love too about second unit guys. Just so many past the minutes. Anybody gets hurt, mm-hmm. and besides the center, he's gonna get a good seven, eight, ten minutes of, in, of more playing time. Good there. I'm excited to see Hazonia, Isaac, and Gordon line up. Can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, are we, he's still. Uh, I may. Uh, uh, are may we still up. I don't know. I feel like he... I've been out of that league for a while because my yeah. team's just been injured. We, we got to talk trade because I uh, I need an I have an open IR spot now with Go Bear back, so maybe we can yeah. get something going with one of your stash boys. For sure. Uh, okay, so moving on to a different game. Let's talk Boston and 76ers. Not much analysis needed here. Pretty much as expected. JJ Redick was out. Bayless started. First unit played really well. McConnell was really outstanding. Uh, Twenty six minutes, fifteen points. That's going to be. Better than, I, I'm expecting McCollum to be uh, 10 points, 3, 4 assists, steal and a half, decent percentage, which is fine. Like If you need a point guard, that's that's going to help you for the next two weeks. And they actually play every other day until the 28th, and they have a back-to-back. So they have a, a lot of games coming up Yeah, after they've had no games from that trip to England. He's the only pickup from the Redick injury, TJ yeah. McConnell. Bayless yeah. was awful. He's just going to be a spot-up shooter, so that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think Darius Rocco, by the way, cold as ice right yeah. now. Yeah, nice um, bylaw opportunity. Here. Absolutely, yeah. He's we know we said this all along. He's not he's not going to be the player he was in the first like fifteen twenty games. Right. Like if you knew that that's not Rocco. Uh, he's not a fifty percent three point shooter, but he's also not this. 
So, yeah, yeah this is easy buy-low opportunity for him. Uh, Boston, Kyrie didn't play. And somewhat surprisingly, we saw Shane Larkin pick up most of the minutes. Terry Rozier, cold from three. I think that was a factor when they were trailing for most of this game. Uh, I expect Rozier to be better on Sunday. Uh, I think they play the Magic, if I remember. Yes. So I expect him to be pretty good. Like, I pretty much would plug in Rozier on... Uh, we're assuming Kem, um, sorry, Kyrie doesn't play. So uh, and also, well, it Marcus, sounds like he says he's going to try and give it a go, and I think yeah. I think he does. But we'll yeah, see. but you know, well, you, you're, who knows? You're, third, you're 34 and 12. Like you don't really. It's That's your true. best player. You don't want to mess with shoulder injuries, especially yeah. when you just played the team that has like the most prominent shoulder injury player in the NBA in Fultz. We and don't want, say it's been bothering him for weeks too. Yeah, so. man. No, don't play him. Let him sit down. We, well, last thing we need is to see Kyrie Irving shoot free throws like Marco Fultz. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Marcus Morris, are you? I'm. I don't care. No, absolutely not. Yeah, anything. Um, Tatum's kind of in a little offensive slump. Any, any but he's been getting it done in the steals and blocks. For sure. Though. Yeah, he had Loving a six it. block game. I, the, I call it the the Kemba impersonation when I did that blurb. <laughs> but um, Marcus Smart made shots and he still didn't hit value. And where does DFS. Tatum go next year? By the way, just real quick. Third or assuming fourth. Ga- assuming Hayward's back. Third or fourth. Yeah, I'd say I'd say fourth. Yeah, yeah. stud he's man. Legit, man, he's like he's he's a mini, he's Otto Porter. I'm so mad I slept on him. I was not expecting yeah, that. I have him in a points league, a couple points leagues, and it's not quite like right, he, he's yeah. way better in category leagues. He's just super efficient for a yeah. rookie, which is just unre- unheard of. Yeah, two other games. James Harden returned. Rusty, even D'Antoni called him quote little rusty. Uh, on the and Harden said he looked like he missed seven games. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Game. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, there's no analysis needed here, right? Like James no, Harden's he, still top three player going forward. You see him giving the stare down to D'Antoni when he pulled him out for the ministrations. <laughs> like Harden wanted to stay in. Like he was feeling good though, yeah. at least. So he still went really over good. his 24, 24, 24, 25. Hit 26. Yeah, he'll, he'll play 30 football. against the Warriors this weekend for sure. Actually, I looked up. Uh, he played the fewest minutes in the first quarter in the last two seasons. Wow! Like he played nine or more minutes in every single first quarter that he was active. Like it's just kind of crazy how he just goes out there and just does. You pull, usually when you play hard in DFS, you pretty much know where you stand after the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> like, like oh, exactly. I'm gonna hit value. Yep, there's this twenty point quarter. We're good. Yep. Um, Gordon seven time seven time he led the team in scoring. We know he's gonna take a hit. Yeah, it's just it's just what what happens. Uh, same with trade him after next game because Gerald Green is uh, suspended. So is yep, Ariza. Yep. So yep. Um, Wolves wise, really nothing going on here. Uh, I saw Cat did overtake LeBron and others for the number one overall player for total value. Again, he has nice. a few. Yeah, he's a few games bump because he's been durable and the Wolves have played more games than some teams. But hey, yeah, you know, well, it is what it is. There he is. So. Um. But Butler's been insane. Like this, yeah. We don't need to analyze that either. Uh, moving on to the Pacers, not much. Sabonis so has been quiet. Uh, I, I want to see him have a big game tonight uh, against the Lakers. I, I think he can. Um, Old Depot kind of is what he is. Uh, Lance was sick. And Collison also. He's been third round player in the last 10, 34th overall. I think in total games played, durability helps. So man, Collison's been, been one of the best value picks all year. So good, he? man. Yeah. Well, not, obviously you would take Kemba over Collison. That's yeah, 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 for but sure. He's legit. I think he's. I think he's going to be a legit top sixty, top fifty-ish kind of guy. Collison's a player you just keep because he doesn't have the name value in a trade. Yep. You just okay. keep him. Yep. Um, the, I guess the big story here was Terry Stotts kept his word that he was going to play Napier more, and he did. Yes. He, he had a nice stat line. 
13, four boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks, two threes. So two for special. Too bad it's not Tuesdays. Um, but yeah, 29 <laughs> minutes. They he pretty much saw most of the or all the run with one of those two guys off. And this works. This is okay. They can do this. They could run. We've seen Terry. Terry Stotts as a wizard with rotation. So mm-hmm. I'm interested here. Uh, I don't think he's like a grab. Like okay, here's a good one: Lavert or Napier. I take Napier right now. I take the guy that's trending up. I think I would too, man. Yeah. So I don't like if he's just to be clear on this one. If he's still on the wire now, and I always say this, it's all about supply and demand. If he's still out there, there's a like if he wasn't picked up last night, the demand for him isn't really going to change in your league. So you could probably let him sit out. They play again tomorrow against Dallas. So I would pick him up for that game, man. Yeah, it could be a shootout. Yeah, because so. Dallas is also Dallas is one of the teams that plays like multiple point guards too. So yeah, so that's good. Yeah, definitely is a, he probably has a good twenty eight, twenty nine minutes in him. So yeah, he's trending up for sure. I mean, this team needs yeah. help besides those two guards. We've been looking for a third off perimeter player for for sure. Yeah, for years, and I mean Turner's not getting it done. Um, yeah, so. I mean they're they're happy right now. Like they're gonna start closing with CJ Dame. Napier, Aminu, and um, Nurkic. I mean, it's 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 working right now. Yeah, if they can get away with it against teams that play smaller twos and threes, sure. And, and it's going to be tough on Monday when they go against Denver, and then they get Minnesota. So those two games are going to be tough to play Napier. So if he could still hold value, and we're still talking about Napes next week, then yeah. that's, that's all I need to see. So this is a huge week for him after that Dallas game. For sure. All right, anything else? I think we're pretty good on time. I think we hit it all. Oh, so we do have Jordan Bell's going to be evaluated in two weeks. Um, oh, yeah. Ouch. So that just hit, and yeah, Dropsville or what? It's kind of tough to stash. Yeah, it's tough I, to stash. You're basically the uh, Bruno two two weeks two years away from being two years away. He's like two <laughs> weeks away from being two weeks away. So man, what a run though. Was yeah. it December? Just top 60 value in 17 minutes a game like this guy's gonna be a monster one day yeah and then also it was fun while it lasted and then also uh mason Plumley unlikely to start that's fantastic news for Jokic. Jokic's splits are way better with Plumley off the court in the past 10 15 ish yeah. games i wrote about his um true shooting percentage is like eight percentage points higher with Plumley off the floor every every advanced stat is way higher yeah, with total rebounding rate assist percentage yeah. and net rating too they are they're like minus nine net rating in their last 11 games i think it was so. and the denver riders were killing malone for doing that too like they're like, are, you, are yeah. you seriously going back to this not to mention playing richard jefferson over tory craig was like are you kidding me uh, he's he he gets desperate too fast man yeah so Hopefully, again, Jokic I'm, is. I'm off fine. the Malone. I've been off the Malone bandwagon for a long time. He's a, a good coach, time. man, but he he gets. He's just too stubborn. Yeah, he gets he gets rattled really fast. Yeah, like when this team does, like some teams stay the course. He doesn't like to do that, or sometimes he's like he just doesn't know when to make a change. I feel like, but when he yeah. has when he has a good rhythm going and his team's playing well, he's good. Yeah, but man, right now it's a little, a little bumpy. All right, so we're gonna get out of here on that. You guys enjoy your kind of light Friday. Um, what seven games tonight, and then kind of light tomorrow. A couple early-ish games, so easy, easy weekend coming up with hoops. I don't got to watch like fifteen games at once. Kind of pumped <laughs> for that. <laughs> so yeah, it's guys... only seven games tonight. That's awesome. Yeah, man, you and I can chill. <laughs> We're can on board tonight. Some games too. It's awesome. Sure. Yeah. All right, so watch a lot of Dar, baby. Oh, Dar versus Josh Richardson. I call, oh, dib- I call dibs on that one actually. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys take care. 
we'll catch you next time and thanks for coming on Jonas thanks man see you later Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.